0: You're listening to Here for Good, an academic podcast from leading researchers at Avondale University College.
1: Welcome to Avondale's Here for Good research series. Today, Associate Professor Carolyn Rickett, Associate Dean of Research, speaks with guest Associate Professor Darren Morton, lifestyle medicine lecturer and researcher. Darren's research is internationally recognised and he's conducted a number of projects in the area of lifestyle-related illnesses and treatment. Enjoy today's podcast. Welcome, Darren. Thank you. Lovely to be here.
0: Well, it's lovely to have an internationally recognised lifestyle medicine expert with us. And just wondering if you can share with us what you're working on at the moment.
1: Yeah, so maybe maybe I'll, I'll just even clarify what lifestyle medicine is because that's it's a relatively new term for many people, even in the health profession, which is startling because it's actually one of the fastest growing disciplines in healthcare, which is excites me greatly. <laughs> um, but essentially, lifestyle medicine is a recognition that many of the conditions that we suffer from today and that we die from today are actually lifestyle related. Uh, And so what it makes sense is if we want to help to manage, treat and sometimes even reverse those conditions, then you really want to treat the cause. And so lifestyle medicine is about treating the cause of many of the chronic conditions that we experience today and that is lifestyle. So it's all about nutrition, it's about physical activity, it's about managing stress, it's about relationships. It's very broad and comprehensive. Um, but it's just exploding around the world. It's, it's very exciting. And so we've actually just uh, now, it's been established the International Board of Lifestyle Medicine. Uh, there are almost, I think, 40 countries around the world now that, are, um, that uh, have societies or colleges or associations in lifestyle medicine. And, um, yeah, there's a, there's a global syndication. I was actually very um, honoured to be one of the, the individuals who wrote the exam for that uh, global syndication. So, yeah, it's an exciting space.
0: Fantastic. I know that space informs a lot of your research projects. Mm. Is there one in particular at the moment that you're really passionate about?
1: Yeah, look, I I have seen over the past 15 years or so, we've actually seen a shift. Um, I've done a lot of work developing uh, lifestyle medicine interventions that target physical ailments, like heart disease and diabetes. Um, an example, that's the Complete Health Improvement Program or, or CHIP for short, which doesn't involve eating <laughs> chips, unfortunately. But um, yeah, that intervention, that's been incredibly successful. It's, it operates now in about 20 countries, uh, as I understand. But my real interest is is actually moving beyond the physical to actually helping people feel better. You know, because if someone says to me, "What what's the end goal here? You know, why do we want people not to have diabetes? Why do we people... Not to have angina pain and you know high blood pressure, it's because we actually want to equip people to live their best life, right? To actually feel good, and so I've taken a great interest now in particularly more mental health and and the positive aspect of my mental health. Because when we say the word mental health, most of us think depression. That's not health. It's really you know, the, the 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 negative aspect of it. Emotional vitality would be a better word And that's what I'm really interested in. So yeah, um, what I've been busy doing over the last really decade or so is creating uh, a new intervention, uh, a lifestyle medicine intervention referred to that I call the LIFT project. And essentially what the LIFT project does is draw together evidence-based strategies from, it has a bit of a neuroscience underpinning, people learn about how their brains work, um, incorporates lifestyle medicine strategies and also from this other area called positive psychology, which is really the scientific study of what it takes to help people to to move from just being okay to doing better than okay, to, to flourish.
0: Something that's really inspiring about your work, Darren, is that it always moves from theory to applied practice. Mm. So the LIFT project, can you just tell us how we would go about it. if we wanted to do the program what's involved is it online how is it accessed
1: yeah that's right. so it's actually it's it's an online program but and, and it can be accessed the website is uh, www.theliftproject.global um, so yeah it's a 10 week online intervention where people uh, they learn then they experience then they think and they share and so it's a little acronym i use is lets it's it's inviting um, and essentially, people experiment with with evidence-based strategies for for feeling better and see how it works for them. And look, within the LRC, we, we do many projects relating to that. We've the just LRC
0: con- being the Lifestyle Research Centre at Avondale? At
1: Avondale, that's correct. Um, so, I have a couple of PhD students working on projects in this space. We have just – this is very exciting. This is hot off the press or almost off the press – um, we have a project where we conducted a large randomised control trial where we got um, community-dwelling individuals signed up for the online program. Um, they completed it, which went for 10 weeks, and then we followed them up for another 12 weeks after that. And what we saw amongst the... the it was a randomised control trial amongst hey, the... you want
0: to just explain what that, what that is for those
1: that don't work in that field of research? Sure. So, because we want to know, you know... it. If you um, do an intervention with someone, to be sure that it was actually that intervention that had the effects, you really, what you need is a comparison group of people who sort of travelled alongside them but and did similar things except the intervention. So you can really hone in on what, what the impact of that intervention was. So we call and, and you do that in a random fashion. So we get a big group of people. We had about 400 people sign up. Put their hand up for this study, and then we said, All right, now you, 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 you. And it's all computer generated, obviously, okay. the randomization process. But half of them do the actual program, the intervention, and then the other half just do their normal living and we still collect measures on, on them. So, and we compare what the outcomes are. And so very exciting when we, we saw um, on average about 30 to 40% reductions in depressive symptoms, anxiety and stress amongst the people who did the projects and amongst those who did their same old, same old, we saw no change at all. And the really exciting thing is that then um, was maintained when we looked at, you know, three months further down the track. So that was a great thing. It was um, one of the research, or the lead researcher there was Geraldine Pisbinko and, uh, and that research project actually won best study at the American College of Lifestyle Medicine uh, last October in Indianapolis. So really exciting about that. Um, and so yeah, we we have a great interest in you know how how can we actually use interventions like this most effectively? And that's I suppose really the the burning question that drives my research interest.
0: do you, Do you have an answer to that or any closer to knowing?
1: Well, what we know, what we know is a that these things work, and I think this is a really important message because there is huge need in the mental health slash emotional vitality space within our community. We know that um, one in 10 Australian adults are taking an antidepressant today uh, and that's doubled in the past decade. In the US, the statistics are you know, more like one in eight. And so what there is, there is, 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 is very good evidence that many, many people are struggling in terms of how they feel and they're looking for solutions. And you know, what excites me and I think that the core aspect of my message is there are things that you can do to actually help you feel better on a daily basis. And some of them are incredibly powerful, happen as quickly as that. And so, um, so yeah, that's, that's, that's obviously the, the randomised control trial helps inform you know, the, and, and supply the evidence that these things do work you know, and people can adopt them.
0: So what do you say to critics or people who would be concerned saying, Darren, are you saying people get off medication?
1: Oh, not at all. So, you know, that's a really good caveat. So, obviously, people need to work with their healthcare providers. But what I'm saying is that for me, I'm not against medications at all. To me, it's a a sign though, that people are looking for solutions. You know, more and more people are reaching out. And what I'm saying is that, hey, you know what, there are a whole heap of other really good evidence-based solutions that you can put into practice as well. And so, yeah, that's what that's my, my work is about. It's, it's, it's a positive spin to it. And these are, these are lifestyle-based strategies. So, yeah, look, the, the, we do a lot of work in that space. I suppose from, um, that's, that's from an application point of view. I, I'm interested. I'm, I want to I change the world. That's the bottom line here. I want to actually put things and tools in the hands of people that can use them to help them live, live their best life, you know, to live a better quality of life.
0: You're listening to Hear for Good, a podcast from leading researchers at Avondale University College. I think you had a goal early on mm. that you wanted to lift a certain number of people. Do you want to talk about how that campaign is going and what your ultimate goal is? Yeah, look,
1: I, look, I have it on my heart and, um, and it's, this is an audacious number to say, but I'm going to st- state it anyway, but uh, to lift 10 million lives and um i've actually set up the the lift project as a it's in, within a trust such that um people who do the lift projects obviously they get a lift and we've got good evidence to 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 suggest that's occurring but then profits from that are actually returned to people that are that are suffering in other ways. You know, there are huge needs in the world, as you know. So collectively, between all of that, and we're still in the early days, but there's good signs. Um, yeah, the goal is to, to live 10 million lives.
0: So, Darren, I know you're a passionate believer that research needs to matter and do something really positively and not just be a theorised space. How does this affect the way you live?
1: Mm. You know, for me, I it's funny because... I, I sit on a train and I look at the person across from me and I think, you know what, what I do, does it, could, could it help them? And there's a resounding yes. You know, I, I think there's stuff that I want to tell this person, you know, things that, that our research is informing that can actually give them a lift today, you know, to put them in a better place. And what, why that's, I'm so passionate about that, and the science is pretty strong here too, is that there's this, this notion of positive, positivity resonance you know, there's actually a really classic study that was done. This was published in the um, British Medical Journal. So these are very well-designed studies looking at network phenomenon and they actually found that when someone in a social network becomes happier, they actually spread that cheer three degrees of separation to the friends of their friends' friends. And so, you know, what so they talk about this as positivity resonance. It goes the other way as well sadly. And so, you know, I this is what I think what drives me in part, you know, is that what I'm learning from the research, I find I'm applying it in my own life, you know, and we certainly we are applying it in the lives of the, the college students here at Avondale, and we get really positive feedback from that. This stuff works, you know, and people need to hear about it. So, and the more people that can hear about it, we know that that, that ripple effect can be, you know, quite extraordinary. So, what
0: drew you to this area, do you think, thinking back on your life that mm. usually as researchers we're motivated by a whole range of reasons mm. for you. What, yeah, so what look, took for you me, on this journey?
1: That's a, it's a great question. And I can remember, I think always, even as a little kid, I was passionately interested in what it takes to live your best life. I think that was, that's been my overarching drive. And, and when I was younger... Um, because I'm, now I'm older. <laughs> but when I was younger, I think that manifests in in sport and and athletics, and i and I was very much involved in in that world and and I was always just interested in how do you get the most out of yourself, you know in terms of your your physical endeavours. But what's happened over time, I've realised that really a huge part of living your best life is being in a good place emotionally. And so I think my, my interest and, and physical activity is actually a key aspect to that. Emotion creates emotion. But there are a whole lot of other strategies as well. And that's why my eyes have just kept casting further and further forward. But, but the thing that drives me because, you know, I've, I come from an education background is always I learn this stuff and I get excited about this stuff. And then the first thing that's going through my head is how do I teach other people this stuff, you know, so that they can benefit from it as well. Um, that's what drives me. You know, I get, I I read a journal article, or I I do, ask, uh, you know, analysing data that we've got from a study we're conducting, and as I'm as I'm reading, I'm thinking, oh, wow, and my brain is spinning like, how could I package that in a way that can cut through and make a meaningful impact on the lives of people? You know, if research isn't doing that, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not interested in, in spinning the wheels and busying myself with with stuff that doesn't matter. So, yeah, that's what gets me up in the morning.
0: So, Darren, if we want to know more about applying some of these practices and strategies to our own lives, where can we go?
1: Yes, they so can check out the website. It's uh, www.theliftproject.global.
0: Darren, thanks so much for coming in today.
1: My pleasure
0: been listening to another here for good podcast brought to you by the lifestyle and health research center at avondale university college audio production by Connor Ballis and dale willis for more information you can find us online at avondale.edu.au